Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another category is Pose uh, 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 Podcast. And for those of you who don't know, those are my Pose noises since we are audio only. This is where we discuss the new series Pose on FX, on FX excuse me, that um, dives into the lives of the LGBT, mainly transgendered community and the ballroom scene um, underground. Uh, this episode is called The Fever. It's episode four of the season. So far in the show, um, we've dealt with uh, minor stories of HIV um, and how it affects the community. Um, We've dealt with uh, discrimination from our fellow gays and uh, into the trans community. And now tonight, uh, we we dive into things like uh, the black market, which is when uh, queens go in... um, get some work done work done like from their homie down the street for some less money and honestly back then if 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 i had felt the way that they felt i probably would be all up in that black market as well because i did have surgery i actually had the same surgery that um trans men I hope I have that right. I apologize if I don't. When when uh, a woman transitioned to male they get the surgery to have their breasts cut off um i had my breasts cut off they were just man boobs but they were still breasts and it's the exact same um surgery and that cost uh eight thousand dollars so if someone was going to offer me that surgery for one thousand dollars back in 1987 and it was at this time of age now that i just had mine oh yeah i would definitely pay a thousand dollars because that would be way less monthly payments um Anyways, we do still have our main characters. We have the House of Abundance, which includes Mother Electra, which now inc- uh, which also includes Candy. I don't know the other main girl that's in there yet. I I don't know if they said her name yet, but I'm really waiting for her to get more time. And then there's these two boys in the house, but mainly who we've met is uh, Candy, the other girl, and Electra, who is the very cutthroat mother of the House of Abundance. Um, that is where we have our original mother evangelista has come from they got into a little debacle uh electra feels betrayed that she not only feels betrayed but she kind of feels like is this some kind of joke that you think that you at your age looking like that can go out and make your own house are you are you kidding me are you kidding me but she's she hasn't she's done so just to get right into the episode this episode is called the fever and it is a lot more heavier in depth episode we do still get the balls but it is more um uh, heartfelt it dives way deeper into the lives of these people versus what they're doing in the ballroom scene but we don't forget the balls so as course as course of course as all episodes start in this show we have a ball dwelling and the category is luscious femme queen body which is a body category it ain't a face category it ain't a walk category and it ain't how many diamonds you got around your neck or executive realness category that we've had for the past couple of weeks so we've had some of the ladies walk out and it's very like showing your tits and showing a lot of skin you want to have curves it's for the bigger ladies apparently as miss candy learned we got women walking around in pasties we got women walking around shaking their big old jiggly wiggly booties around um and then 
Electra, Electra mentions to Candy because Miss Candy is getting a little ahead of herself trying to get in this body category that it's a body category and her daughter could cut walnuts with her bony fucking butt. That means that she could crack them things and cut them open and pop the seeds out. I don't know. If they just can do that with, with her butt. She is really skinny. Candy is uh, the black, skinny, very pretty queen uh, that we see on episode one that's like looking at Blanca like, <laughs> bitch, don't fucking try. She still tries to strut, to strut her body anyway. Of course, getting laughed at. Everyone else knows that she's a fucking stick. While everybody else in the show is a curvy, very big, nice, round, should I say. If they got their work done from the underground market, that's a doctor that I need to get to. Um, they had some very nice round uh, booties, round titties, you know, all of that. Nice, uh good attitude some of them had froze and um yes all the other ladies get like tens tens nines and candy gets a pathetic score of like six 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 and six and of course mother electra had to just beat her down for that um she says uh electra basically says like she told you she told you that this would happen but Candy runs out very dramatically, almost like a princess in a Disney movie crying. Um, she's crying on the poles outside because she has lost and she did get laughed at. But the beautiful, very beautiful angel comes out to console the defeated Candy. Candy says, what the fuck do you want? Why are you even talking to me? And angel says, just because we in different houses, it don't mean that we can't care for each other. I hope that was a good New York accent. Candy, uh, she is defeated. She's saying, yeah, right. She says it's so easy for Angel because look how passable Angel is. And to be honest, when I be watching the show, yes, Angel, well, she is a woman, but she is definitely a woman okay this right here angel is a woman she is beautiful her hair is amazing her voice her lips her skin lord i can't be falling in love with tv characters any more than i already do uh so they have a little moment where we flash to angel and stan having pillow talk and talking about how much you know stan tells her that he admires her and that he's rubbing on her skin and he's kissing her and candy goes bitch why the fuck are you talking about stories and your man like i care i don't care about you and your man that don't have nothing to do with me and she ain't she is right she ain't got nothing to do with her and it ain't got nothing to do with me and stan trying to fuck my my woman you better get the fuck out of here with that shit Angel just basically wanted to say that uh, they're in the same boat because just because Angel's pretty don't mean that she ain't too skinny. A man, uh, she asked Stan, don't you like a woman with curves? Don't you like a woman who, you know, you can hold on to? Does your wife have curves? Now, we've seen Stan's wife and Stan's wife does not have curves, okay? Stan curves uh, not curves that you walk on she doesn't have curves she don't got nothing like when you slide your hand down her it's just flat it ain't you know like a like a bottle or like a wine it's just more like a stick like a carrot like a popsicle that you get out of the the freezer so stan's wife is not curvy she's about as curvy as as angel but angel's actually sexy and fine stan's wife um i think her name is kate middleton in real life but it's patty on here she's actually really pretty but she ain't curvy in and out of the show at all uh candy says that they ain't in the same boat but whatever angel says yeah well you know what we finna do something about it because it's not about this body. You should be able to love anybody that has a body. All right. So that is one of the topics that this show has to deal with today. And we do see a lot of Candy and Angel running around in circles trying to enhance their body um, in the right way. 
So what happens is that Angel takes Candy to a doctor, a doctor, if y'all could see me doing air quotes, I am doing air quotes, who works out of her own home and does injections. Like her own home, like they went to another department, another apartment down the street. They didn't go to a hospital. They didn't go to my uh, surgeon's surgery laying on the table in the hospital. They went down the road, down the street, took a subway, uh, got out, came from under the ground. I don't know how it works in in. New York, but that's how I see it, and uh, got their work done from some lady. Candy is a little skeptical about getting her flat, bony ass injected, but she uh, she decides to do it anyway, even though the doctor mentions using super glue to patch up her ass injection spot. Super glue, y'all. You can get super glue from the uh, Home Depot down the street. You can get super glue from, uh, no, uh, from Walmart. You can get super glue from Hobby Lobby. So I would have asked if I bring my own super glue, does that even take the price down? But to my surprise, the procedure is only $1,000. So if you bought the super glue anyway, it would only save about six ninety nine. That's how that's all that super glue costs. Now I have heard about the black market. I don't have no friends that be using the black market, but like I said earlier, if I could get my surgery for um two thousand or one thousand instead of eight thousand and have to make less payments for less amount of years, and she had uh, picture books of people who look great, then I would definitely had gotten surgery under the black market. My aunt came over about three weeks ago and she said, oh, how, how's your scars doing? I said, oh, they're doing great. They're doing great. You want to see? She said, sure. I showed her my scars and she said, oh, you need to go take that to the laser removal place because your scars look like the doctor has just been cutting up meat with a rigged knife. Can you believe that my own aunt told me that my that my scars look like someone cut my body up with a cutter's knife with the edges that have the blades that are like, uh, you know, I had to make a sound. I don't know what they're called, but my, I actually love my scars. So for her to say that the bitch is whack, but the procedure is only a thousand dollars in this show. So I say you better get that booty injected. So um, she does get the injections, but of course we don't see it up until the next upcoming ball, which we will get to shortly because we are now at the dance school um, that Damon dances at. He asks about the spring showcase that is coming up, but apparently he has not shown in a couple of weeks that he has what it takes. You know, a lot of people out here, they think that if they have five days of hard work or if they have two weeks of hard work that that's enough to build a solid case to get whatever they want but honey there's always someone who's been working harder than you and if you gotta get up and get to where you be then you gotta either accept where you're at and work harder or you gotta work really 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 hard for a really really long time I think that's really the gist of what the show is trying to get at is that you can have all of these issues you can have all these problems going on but you have to just like work that's 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 it you can't let oh because i'm this or because i'm that or because this is how it used to be affect you no you just got to get out there and you got to get to work honey so the dance teacher says that she does not think that he's ready to do it he says he is ready and he'll do whatever it takes to show it she said hmm well like i said before i don't think you're ready but we're gonna let your peers decide that when you dance in this upcoming ballerina thing that they're doing so, you know, Damon gets a little excited, but he can't stay excited for too long because he, at the next dance uh, part of this show, he starts throwing up. And after he had the audacity to say that he's ready for the spring, 
sp the spring showcase, he throws up in the presence of his teacher who's supposed to be the one to decide whether he can continue on or not. So he vomits all over the fucking ground and Blanca, um, when he gets home to Blanca, Blanca starts asking Damon questions about his sex life with Ricky. Um, Damon reveals that he has had sex with Ricky multiple times, m most times using condoms, but there is one time where the condom fell off and he just continued to let Ricky fuck him. So Damon goes, but why are you asking me about all this? I'm sick. Can't you know I can't take it right now? I don't know the answers to these questions. can't. And Blanca goes, go to sleep, sweetie. We'll take care of this later. It was very dramatic, but we all know what Blanca was thinking at the time. So Blanca leaves and Angel comes in. Angel brings da Damon um, some soup and Damon says, Angel, why is mother pressing me about sex? Don't she know that I'm sick? And Angel says, Damon, it's because it looks like you're circumverting. And Damon says, what the fuck is that? And Angel says, circumverting is the first sign of the virus. And of course, this scares the shit out of Damon because now he realizes why Blanca was asking him if they had sex. And now he realizes that, oh my gosh, we've been having unprotected sex because the condom fell off. And that's, um, you know, what's going on right now. So we, so uh, Damon actually confronts Ricky um, later on in the show, but we might as well go ahead and talk about it now. He confronts Ricky about his partners and um, how many partners he had. And Ricky has had, I don't know, 50 partners. Are you fucking kidding me? I have not even had close to 50 partners. I've had about um, minus. Okay, it depends on what a partner is, right? But even with the depension of the partner, I've had less than 20 partners. Uh, I, oh, oh, I have less than 15. Okay, I'm gonna give myself that too. I have had less than 15 partners. Um, So what's his name? Damon, he gets really mad at Ricky for fucking him and not telling him that he's had 50 partners. When Damon's only had one partner, he literally lost his virginity to Ricky. Um, Blanca overhears this stuff and she runs to find Praetel. But before we find Praetel, Electra gets a visit from her man who to my surprise is chris maloney aka the fine ass detective stabler from svu whenever i see chris maloney chris maloney in the show oh my gosh y'all i follow him on instagram too um he is dick ford and he likes a woman with something extra if you know what i mean an extra piece an elephant drunk Yes, ma'am. So they're laying in bed after they done fucked and Electra brings up her transsexual story um, or her surgery that she's not asking him to pay for, but she's just wants to mention him like, hey, I'm, I'm ready to get this body part removed. I'm ready to anatomically become a full woman. And Ford says, why are you even ask me? You know how I feel about that. You know that I've always dated a woman with something extra. He loves to say that. He loves to say he likes a little extra. He says he likes two dicks in the room and he don't know why. And of course, she, looking down, you know, Electra said, and she says, well, it's not about you. Okay. This is for me. This is how I feel. This is my body. And he says, well, you know what? I took you off the streets. You were a prostitute before you left me. And I've always taken care of you. And she said, I don't need your help. I'm doing this for myself. It sounds very loving hip hop. Atlanta. I took you out of the You ain't never took me out of the strip club, Stevie. I took myself out and I never goes back. That's my Jocelyn Hernandez impression for those of you who don't watch LNA, uh, loving hip hop ATL. It was very that. It was very that. She says, well, if I don't need you, I can do this on my own. And this fool says, as long as I've known you, when have you ever done anything on your own? Ooh. Girl, she looked real down after that. 
But forget about her downness because we have another ball. And this ball's category is beautiful, bodacious body. Another body category. And the House of Abundance is getting ready for this ball. And Electra informs the rest of her um, family, the rest of her house, that she is ready to keep her body parts. She's lost her way. She doesn't know what she was thinking. But she's ready to uh, keep her little friend, or possibly not so little, as Santa would say, friend um, on her body. She's come to the conclusion. She's had an epiphany. And everyone said, oh, wow, that's good, mother. That's really good. And so Candy walks in with her green outfit and her clearly new ass. And mother says, oh, no, uh-uh, no, 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 Candy. Come back. What is that? What is that? What is that? What do you want? You think that you can just come in with this new ass and think you're going to win this body category? Look at you. They get into it, and she also gets shit from her ass from the crowd while walking, including Pray Tell about it. But she ain't taking it from Pray Tell because she done bought the ass that she wants, and y'all want to try to take that ass from her, but she ain't going to be having the ass taken. She says, Pray Tell, take that mic and shove it up your loose ass and go fuck yourself with it. Ooh, girl, what I that shit i was like what he said go fuck yourself with it and she quits you can't quit if you get fired said mother electra so she gets fired from the house of abundance mother electra then walks for her house you know pose pose even though this is a body category and all electra poses is tall beautiful skinny perfect passable woman body i don't know how she can give shit to candy when her body's the exact same she's walking walking posing but hold up a contender has arrived a beautiful long-haired golden queen by the name of miss Afro from the house of extravaganza and it is now gold versus red beauty versus beauty and honestly long hair versus hair up in a bun so electra and aphrodite they go to dinner they talk about transitioning oh i didn't even mention that aphrodite done blew this shit out the water she done tens across the board tens 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 across the board versus electra's ten 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 nine sorry electra you lose again this is the second time that we've seen you get second place in this show but you always want to be talking about how you the best and how no other house could compete but he, meanwhile you got house of evangelista being brand new and winning and then you got miss aphrodite showing up from the gates of heaven falling right there and just whooping your ass but i guess they're old friends because they go to dinner together and they have this deep conversation about transitioning apparently aphrodite has fully transitioned um and she says that she looked up to electra electra was the first person that she saw really represent real woman now this doesn't sit well with electra not you know like shut up but Alexa says i've always admired the young girls you guys just go for it and you guys just you guys just deal with the consequences you know because electra is struggling internally with that issue and that battle of uh her man don't want her to cut her body part so she starts crying she starts saying this is me i do i do want to want to you know go through with the transition surgery she says that she's scared to displease her man, but she also wants to become her true self. She wants to start living in her truth. She says that Aphrodite is living her best life and she just wants to live her best life as well. Okay, well then you need to go get the surgery. Like, I definitely understand where you're coming from, Electra, because I did have someone who really did like my chest and it did feel like that the only reason why we were even like messing around or anything was because i had that specific chest but getting the surgery even though people tell me oh my gosh men have a chest like that all the time you know 
it's just all men do. So what? I never even noticed. I didn't even feel. Yeah, well, you didn't notice, but I noticed and you didn't feel, but I feel. And now that I've gotten the surgery that I've had, it's the best decision that I've ever made in my life. I no longer need to like worry about the clothes that I wear. I just wear them. Um, like I used to be really, I used to like throw on like eight to 10 clothes knowing damn well that I was only going to wear the same five clothes that week because I was so embarrassed in my body. I was so ashamed of how it looked. And I didn't think that I didn't love myself. And even then, I don't love myself now fully, but I feel a lot more confident getting the chest reduction surgery that I have because like I said, now I just, I walk with so much more confidence. I talk with so much more confidence and I feel so much better about everything. And, and life has just become so much easier because I do feel like I'm living in the body that I love. So Electra girl, you gotta do what you gotta do and fuck your man. And there's gonna be other men out there who gonna love you because there's how many fish in the sea? You don't even know. You can't even count them because there's too many. <sighs> All right. So now that that is over, um, we are back to uh, Angel and Candy. Angel and Candy, they go to visit another doctor who this doctor is. I actually think that this doctor is famously known, but I'm not sure. The doctor's name is Miss Orlando. And this doctor, uh, she is a lot more. So the other doctor's apartment had a nice little setup. This doctor's apartment looks very much like pull out one of those table trays, put it in front of you, do your makeup and smoke a cigarette. That's exactly what this apartment looks like. It looks like kind of the mix of like a trailer with like the ironing board over there. You know, that whole I live in a trailer type of thing. And she's got the big injected body. She's got the big injected lips, the big injected faces, the huge, hugely injected tits. And, uh, she has the accent and she's from Honduras. Can you believe that? Yeah. So, but she is a discounted doctor. Okay. She is the, uh, cheaper ver She is the cheaper doctor than the booty injector. Okay. The doctor even says that candy has to move the injections around once the injections are injected in her before it gets hard so that it's even. Are you kidding me? If I'm paying for surgery, you better move the injections around for me. That's what I'm paying you for. I'm not a doctor. You're a doctor. Uh -huh, a doctor cough you need to be moving my injections around so the shit ain't lumped so she goes and she gets her titties done and she takes her new titties to the ball and she gets tens across the board for her titties but while she's looking up in the stage lights with you know stars in her eyes she begins to get really faint and she just faints on the ground she wakes up and she is in her house of abundance she's in mother's home now and she is talking to mother herself but she does feel that she can't really talk to mother because all mother cares about is herself. But Electra says that, you know, she may be her mother and she may be fired from the house of abundance, but she's really not. She can come back whenever she wants because she knows that she ain't going to be able to live nowhere by herself on the street. Um, Electra just has this small, small conversation with her saying that she needs to love her body. Candy says, how are you going to tell me to love my body when you don't even love her body? And of course, that spikes Electra to realize that she does actually need the surgery to get done. Um, so just a, gl a glance at Stan and Angel. They're still fucking around, but Stan's dick ain't getting hard for Angel no more. Angel is feeling insecure about her body now, now that they've done all these surgeries and things like that. Um, Angel actually didn't get the injection of her titties. I don't know if she got the injection of her butt. That was never really disclosed in the, in the show, but... She decides to skip out on the titties because um, 
that doctor from Honduras was just not the tea. Uh, she's feeling insecure. She says that she doesn't know who Steve is, that it feels like Steve is just using her. Now that his dick's not getting hard, maybe his time's used up. She says she's used to that before. She says that men never really stick around because, you know, she's a trans woman. She also brings up the fact that when they were having sex, Steve reached around and grabbed her dick. So she doesn't really know what Steve is. Steve says, I don't know. One time, you know, I went to this video store and this magazine store and he went to this unknown section in the back and it was for she males and he says that he doesn't know why but he got turned on by the fact that they still had dicks this made angel feel like she was just a fantasy she said so i'm just a fantasy come to life to you that's it i don't know nothing about you but what i do know is that i'm just a fantasy to you i'm not even real to you all that shit about being real it's just because you saw me in a magazine 20 years ago and your dick got hard to it get out get out of my house now just go he says, what's wrong? Get out, Stan. Get out. Stan leaves. I don't know if he's crying or not, but um, he does leave. So we do cut to a scene of Pray Tell um, and Blanca talking. She says, look, I heard them boys talking in there, and they don't know nothing about their statuses. Ricky didn't get tested. They out here fucking with no condoms, and they think nothing of it. And Pray Tell says, well, to be honest, I haven't been tested either. And she goes, why? And he goes, I'm scared. Don't nobody care about us. The government thinks that it's just a disease to help wipe out the gays, that it's just God's will to bring upon AIDS into the gay world. She says, oh my gosh, pray tell. We all need to go get tested. So what happens next? Pray tell takes the boys, which include Lil Poppy, Ricky, and Damon to go get tested, uh, my assume at the HIV center. Lil Poppy, we don't hear from you very much, but it's okay. You're still good to look at and you do still have your moments. Lil Poppy, he actually mentions that um, they say, why are you here? Why do you need to get tested? First of all, guys, HIV is not, has no, um, prejudice okay there's no racist in hiv there's no because you're white you can't get it you know because you're a woman or because you're not gay you can't get it anybody can get hiv it does not discriminate but little poppy does reveal yeah i date women but when i used to be low on cash you know i used to let dudes suck my dick for money now i don't know if you can get hiv from getting your dick sucked that's that's still what i'm like a little up in the air about because i do do my research on hiv just because i have friends who have it so i want to make sure that i'm always there for them and that i'm always um i'm always up to date on what you can and what you can do because let's be honest like in this community you know there are you do sleep with your friends sometimes so i just want to be i just want to be totally informed i want to know what's going on because it's not a disease that that you know has to kill you these days i know people think that it's still a death sentence but that's because their mindset has has not changed from the 80s and we have new medicines and we have things like that um so they do all go to get tested uh, we find out that Damon is HIV free, so he's HIV negative. Lil Poppy is also HIV negative. Uh, Damon, I'm sorry, Ricky goes in there. He's nervous. I'm nervous for him because I honestly, like 50 partners, that is a huge, like for you to not, I mean, thing that's like when I was on Grinder and stuff, which I'm not anymore. You cannot find me on Grinder. You cannot find me on Growl. You cannot find me on Scrub. Snapchat, you probably can find me on Facebook, but not Snapchat. Um, I was told that there are a lot of guys who have HIV on Grinder. I have met, I have met some who I haven't done anything with them, but they, you know, informed me earlier, like, hey, like I have HIV. So it was a little bit of a shock to me. So when I hear like numbers like fifty, 
And then this guy's like kind of cool with not using condoms. I did think that he had HIV, but he doesn't have HIV, which is awesome and amazing. Finally, it's Praytel's turn. Um, Praytel does go in to get tested and he finds out that there is some antibodies um, for a, that that he is uh, does have HIV. So as of now, Praytel is HIV positive. Um, he has a huge very emotional breakdown in the office at one point he says you know i just gotta accept it you know i'm not gonna cry i'm just gonna just move on with life because pretel has a lot of friends who have had hiv he mentions it all the time in all his episodes um he mentions you know he's had i think i think it was four in the last four years or he's seen a lot of people go in there for a lot of four years and not come out because of pneumonia hiv hepatitis c um pretel it really hits him hard in the moment even though he says i'm not gonna cry he tries to talk himself out of it he can't help it but he has a break down um he goes out into the lobby where the rest of the boys are waiting after taking his moment to think about it and he goes out and he reveals to him to them that he is hiv negative i i don't know whether to say it's right or wrong i know some people say that's wrong you should tell the truth but i've been told by you know a friend that you know if i had hiv then they would probably keep me at a distance. So I can't really fault pray tell for telling them that he's negative um, because I can only imagine how scary it can be to think that the whole world is just going to drop you in the event that your life goes wrong. And as long as they're not having sex or doing anything, I do think that it is his right to keep his status to himself. And they were expecting a, an answer when he came out. So he did just have to answer the best that he could. But yeah, that was very, very sad to see. Um, it was just very, it's very sad to see anyone get diagnosed with, with HIV. But like I said, you know, HIV, people with HIV or people living with HIV, they're living longer lives than ever. I think it's down to like one pill a day now that keeps you alive. Or I'm sorry that, oh my God, that was so inconsiderate. So I didn't mean like that. Um, one pill a day that keeps you, you know, that keeps you healthy living with HIV. And, you know, we have things like PrEP, and then there's people who are undetectable now. Thanks for all these medicines that we have. And if you have HIV, you do not have to tell anyone. You know, if you need someone to talk to, though, I would definitely reach out. Um, I'll look up, you know, HIV-related lines. I follow HIV pages on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at the Roman Demigod. Um, so I tweet HIV things all the time because I think it's important to our community. Um, yeah, reach out if you need help. If you don't, you know, just I just really would hate you for you to suffer alone. I can only imagine what kind of prison you trap yourself in once you find find out that you have it. But, you know, you are loved by a lot of people. Some people, they're just ignorant. So back to the show. Uh, we can actually finish off the show because Electra visits the doctor uh, and she starts to schedule her reassignment surgery. She cries about the sacrifices that a trans woman has to make. The doctor says that she'll feel free and um, it's never the wrong choice to, f to choose yourself, which is a lesson that I'm learning, y'all. It's never a wrong choice to choose yourself because you're the only one who gets to live in this body and experience this life. Those people trying to press you, those people trying to bring you down, they're going to live their own life too. And they're going to realize they're so busy trying to press people, trying to say that this is embarrassing and that's embarrassing and don't even try it. I don't have what it takes. Don't listen to those people because you do have what it takes. This podcast right here, people tell me, why would you start a podcast on a show? Don't you know that the show is going to end? Okay, well, let me tell you something. Once this show ends or one, or one that break between season one and season two is what I mean, I'm going to be trying to do something else because this is what I like to do and this is what I want to do. And I'm not going to let people say that I limit myself. 
the sh the length of the show does not determine how long I go on, okay? The length of whatever someone else thinks does not determine what I do, where I do it, who I do it with, and how long it is, and it should never determine that for you too. So, just to wrap up the remainder of the show, there was just a couple things that happened left. Um, Damon, he performs in a show, which while this is all happening, we get little flashbacks of other things like Electra signed for her surgery, so she's ready to go, she's preparing for a date. Uh, Candy is getting sick, and it must be from her complications of all these silicone injected from Honduras. And we finally see Angel actually starts to get in injected as well. So there's some big changes happening in the pose world. And we're going to be here to review it every single week. I am still here looking for a co-host. So if anyone listening even wants to co-host, wants to, that's it. All it takes is a want to do it. Ink the... Uh, app that I use to co-host or to podcast makes it extremely easy. I would love to be able to bounce ideas off of other people, make this podcast longer, like, you know, get that whole gay ass vibe going around in here. I'm definitely down for that. So if you are listening to this, you can follow me at the Roman Demigod on Twitter. Uh, Snapchat is no longer, so you won't be able to find me on there. You can also find me on Instagram at Roman Stiltskin, and that is R O M A N S T I L T S K I N. I really appreciate you guys listening. I will be back for episode five of next week. I'm sorry that I don't have a set date yet, but I am trying to work on a lot of things right now. I'm trying to get back into school. I'm just trying. Pose has helped. Okay. Pose coming in to this, um, into this world. I love being surrounded by things and creativeness that tells me that I need to push myself forward and you have to work hard because there's not enough content out there reminding you that when life gets you down, you just have to work hard. You have to come out of it and that it's all up to you. And that is one thing that Pose has 100% taught me. It's helped me create this podcast. It's helped me get content out to listeners. And I really appreciate all the listens that you guys give me. So yes, I'm looking for a co-host. Tweet me at the Roman Demigod. Find me on Roman Stiltskin on Instagram. Reach out. Let me know. If you don't have no experience, it doesn't matter. We'll work it out. I can tell you everything that you need to do. All my notes are pretty extensive. The easy part is on y'all. This is my dream. If it's your dream too, then I definitely encourage you to reach out. And thank you so much for listening to episode five of category is pose the podcast you just heard was published with anchor got something you want to say to the creator of this show send them a voice message using the anchor app free for ios and android